Good evening. What a beautiful Mandala Day, May 21st, 2020. Every 21st day of the month, we celebrate Mandala Day. We offer chanting and incense to the pioneering Japanese teachers who are foundational to the Zen Studies Society. Soen Shakuroshi, D.T. Suzuki, Yogen Senzaki Sensei, Soen Nakagawa Roshi, and Edo Shimano Roshi. And we have spoken over the years quite a bit about their lives. But this evening, I wanted to share with you an account of three women. Three women who played a quiet but significant role in those early days. Ida Russell, Kin Shubin Tanahashi, and Kamgetsu, Ruth Strout McCandless. Most of you know that Soen Saku Roshi delivered an address at the 1893 World Parliament of Religions in Chicago. He was the first Rinzai Zen priest to speak on American soil. He came with his young lay student, D.T. Suzuki, as translator. But even before that, there was a meditation group in San Francisco led by Ida Russell, seeking a teacher. She and a few members of the group sailed for Japan. Although she had no connections there, the Dharma provided. Soon after disembarking, someone recommended that they go to Engakuji in Kamakura, where Soen Shaku was abbot. Now he was quite unconventional, very curious about the world outside Japan, much more broad-minded than most priests of his time. He had studied Western philosophy and literature and had spent three years as a Theravadan monk in Salem, present Sri Lanka. So he allowed Ida Russell to become his student at Engakuji, which was almost unheard of at the time. An American lady sitting and 
doing everything that the monks did never happened. It happened. And he wrote a poem to her. The fifth patriarch told a new monk, Southern monkeys have no Buddha nature. That monk proved he had Buddha nature by becoming the sixth patriarch. In any part of the globe, wherever there is air, a fire can burn. Someday, my teaching will surely go to the West, led by you. So in 1905, Mrs. Russell invited Soenshaku to come stay with her and her husband, Alexander. He, again with Niti Suzuki, visited with them. And then the two of them went on a speaking tour all across the United States. His talks were very well received and then compiled into a book called Sermons of a Buddhist Abbot, which some of you may know with its new title, Zen for Americans. One of Son Shaka's key teachings was, quote, self-sacrifice from a Buddhist point of view is gratitude. Gratitude is another word for compassion. Well, Yogan Senzaki's entire life could be summed up by that statement. He had begun his training under Soen Shakuroshi in 1885, but had to leave after becoming ill and returning to his impoverished village. He established a school for children and called it the Mentor Garden. He too came to San Francisco in 1905, hoping to find support for his school. Well, after a brief visit at the Russells, he was sent off on his own by his teacher, Soen Shakuroshi, and told to remain in the United States and not to teach for 17 years. He never succeeded in raising funds for his village school, but his Dharma work, first in San Francisco and later in Los Angeles, was quietly influential, resulting in what he 
called his floating zendo and a new mentor garden sangha composed of students who were drawn to this humble, wise, and compassionate monk. And among them were Shubin Tanahashi and Ruth Strout McCandless. When I look at the early 20th century weaving of the Daibosatsu mandala, it is Shubin Tanahashi who holds the center. Most of you know the story of how she and Yogin Senzaki met, how he helped her with her son who had Down syndrome, Jimmy. But if not, it's told in several compilations of Yogin Senzaki's teachings, Namu Daibosa, like a dream, like a fantasy, and eloquent silence. And the underlying theme is indeed the equation of self-sacrifice as gratitude and gratitude as another word for compassion. It was, as most of you know, because of Shubin Tanahashi that Yogin Senzaki and Soa Nakagawa Roshi found each other. And she herself became Senzaki Sensei's close disciple, a member of his mentor garden Sangha, and Tozen Zenkutsu, which translates as the Meditation Hall of the Eastbound Teachings. She was a great help to him for the rest of his life. Ruth Strout McCandless, who lived with her family in Pasadena, California, met Senzaki not long after he moved to Los Angeles in 1931. She had already been studying Buddhism and was particularly taken with the writings of D.T. Suzuki. And then she wrote, I met Mr. Senzaki, who passed his days in comparative obscurity, translating from old manuscripts and talking with visitors. As time passed, I was allowed to copy the work he had done, as well as work with him 
on some of the current translations. And these included the Mumon Khan, the gateless barrier, the iron flute, and the Shodoka in Buddhism and Zen. Shodoka is a wonderful teaching. In 1941, Senzaki gave her the Buddhist precepts and Arakasu inscribed, inscribed with the Dharma name Kangetsu, cold moon. They continued to work together even when Senzaki was imprisoned at the Heart Mountain internment camp during the war. They were able to send documents back and forth slowly in the mail. And when he was released, he stayed with the McCandless family in Pasadena before returning to LA. In a poem dedicated to her, Senzaki wrote, my English writings have too many rips and rents. Who else can stitch and mend except the old friend, Kangetsu? And some years later, he presented her with his robe and Kesa. In 1955, she and another disciple, Kokin Louise Pedelford, accompanied him to Utakuji, where Soen Roshi was now abbot. It was Nyogen Senzaki's one and only trip back to Japan after 50 years in America. In 1957, he arranged for Shubin Tanahashi to visit Soen Roshi at Utakaji. And just a year later, on May 7, 1958, Senzaki passed away. Soen Roshi went to California, led session for Senzaki's bereaved students and moved his Zen books and photographs, artifacts and calligraphies to Shubin-san's house. Half of Nyogen Senzaki's ashes were buried at Evergreen Cemetery in Los Angeles, where the tombstone is carved with an inscription that Senzaki had written some time before he died. Friends in Dhamma, be satisfied with your own heads. 
do not put any false heads above your own. Then minute after minute, watch your steps closely. These are my last words to you. The rest of the ashes were reserved until they were mixed with those of Sonra Roshi after his passing in 1984 and buried beneath the stupa at DBZ where Edo Roshi's ashes have now joined them. A few years ago, it was 2016, I received an email from Shubin-san's granddaughter, Lisa Tanahashi, offering us many important calligraphies and books from Yogen Senzaki's collection. I wrote back and I told her about the karmic relationship that her grandmother had initiated between Senzaki Sensei and Soanakagawa Roshi and said we would display the treasures she was sending in a special wooden and glass case at DBZ. On May 21st, Daibosatsu Mandala Day, Lisa wrote, we thank you for providing such thoughtful information about these items and the connection with our family history. Both my mom and I feel happiness and peace in our hearts that things that were dear to my grandmother are going to be shared with others through you. And later, in another email, we thank you for enriching our connection with our pasts and for the chance to see them newly from the present. Our hearts have expanded and are filled with a new and fuller understanding and compassion for the difficulties and challenges that they, Senzaki and her grandparents, faced. And what courage, fortitude, and commitment it must have taken to live such full, balanced, and happy lives, clearly awake and alive. And then another email came. We feel as if something has come full circle by our being able to send, return these items to you. With you under your care is where they belong. Much as my grandmother safeguarded them for so many years 
out of her respect and gratitude to Yogin Senzaki. We are thankful that we can do this for my grandmother so many years after she passed away in 1993. What was that the centennial of? So in Shaku, addressing the World Parliament of Religions in 1893 in Chicago. And then the last email about this from Lisa. What you said about the past, present, and future uniting is what we have been experienced as we have looked through what had been stored in my mom's basement. It is as if there is no gap in time or distance between us and all those who have gone before. These memories are alive today. And for this, we are in wonder and deeply grateful. Some of you have looked up before you've entered the Zendo at Daibosatsu Zendo, and you've seen Senzaki's plaque, Tozen Zenkutsu, the meditation hall of the eastbound teachings. It's been 86 years since Shugen Tanahashi showed Nyogen Senzaki, a magazine with poems written by a young monk, Soe Nakagawa, who was doing solitary retreats on Daibosatsu Mountain in Japan. As a result, an eastbound letter was sent across the Pacific. A correspondence began and a spiritual friendship blossomed. Now, once again, this time digitally, an eastbound letter was sent across the United States to Daibusatsu Mountain in New York State. A correspondence began and a spiritual friendship continues. We here today are all in this Daibosatsu mandala with, quote, courage, fortitude, and commitment, no matter how difficult the challenges may be. Quote again, clearly awake and alive. Happy Mandala Day.